Welcome to Agora by Give Something Back to Berlin. In this podcast series, we'll be finding out how migration has changed our urban landscape and exchange ideas with those who are making a difference. Join us while we tackle issues ranging from human rights and diversity to migrant identity and belonging. Hello everyone and welcome to the Agora podcast series. I'm Gabby Denuncio, your host today, and I'm joined by Tom Young, who is the founder of the Open Music School. Open Music School is one of the amazing projects that's part of Give Something Back to Berlin. So Tom, welcome. You are originally from New Zealand, so I was wondering what brought you to Berlin? Uh, I have a story, probably like quite a lot of artists and musicians in, uh, in Berlin, and that I was I was on tour for, for about a decade before I moved here, just constantly on tour around the world, and Berlin became more and more my base here in Europe, and uh, I ended up um, using it as a base to tour Europe from and kind of ended up staying too long, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, got stuck here. Got stuck here yeah. in, in the most beautiful way. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're... Uh, an accomplished musician, like you said, you've toured the world, you've put out many albums. I was wondering how being in Berlin, because you've been here for like eight years now, how that's influenced your your music style and how you've also seen the music scene changed here, how the musical landscape has shifted in those eight years. Berlin is an uh, amazingly sort of d- diverse city and the I would say the music scene, uh, well, many music scenes, um, reflect that, and I think that has uh, had a huge impact on on my my creativity. Um, um, just being a part of so many so many different things in so many different parts of the city, um, and uh, yeah, so that was a huge influence on me personally with my music. Um, how I've seen it evolve, um, it's hard to say, right? I mean, every every little corner of the city with its little scene evolves in different ways. Um, I would say there isn't really one great evolution, but it's been really nice to see um, in recent years the, the um, further diversification of, of music scenes and the sort of celebration and embracing of, of um, both musical styles but people like in, in the music scene and not being so dominated by, by one one culture, one dominant culture. That's been really nice to see. Uh, and uh, I don't know if that's specific to Berlin, but it is, um, it's very prevalent here. You know, that progression is, I think, pretty, pretty obvious here. Could be better, but yeah. <laughs> <You can always laughs> that's do why better. we're doing this, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, how did the Open Music School come about, actually? And, and what, what are your values? Yeah, well, kind of following on from that last uh, question, I mean, uh, in, in 2015, 2016, um, I saw, I, I joined some other uh, Give Something Back to Berlin projects, activities, and saw the, the, the genuine uh, impact that, they were, that these, these projects were having, and I thought how I, you know, we could put that into a musical context. Um, in that uh, I brought a guitar to one of these other activities and it was a big hit because it's just like music is a great communicator when you have limited language skills. Um, and then the next time I brought two guitars and I was like, okay, great, we're, we're, we're sharing here. Yeah. And I was like, so I think we could actually do this in a, in a musical context. 
and we started um, with just one simple guitar group, managed to get sort of five guitars together, and um, and that was really instantly successful. And, and by successful, I mean a group of people come from very diverse backgrounds coming together to just simply be together and 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 yeah, learn guitar, but of course learn so much more while focusing on this uh, creative uh, activity. And it just became very obvious that there was a need for this. And so we, we just added more and more groups, added, brought more and more volunteers in. Um, people who were learning became interested in being teachers and you get this cyclical uh, skill sharing community which, um, which basically is the values that we, that we focus on, is that every single individual in this community has worth um, simply being involved, simply being a participant is uh, benefiting the community as well, coming along. Um, and those are just sort of snowballs uh, in a very beautiful way. Yeah. yeah. And there's no sort of hierarchical structure to like teacher, students, it's everyone making music together. Yeah, we try to, we work pretty hard to, to try to dismantle those structures. Um, those, those structures uh, exist everywhere else in society. Why would we want them here, you know? So we really, we, we work hard to dismantle those structures so that every single person feels not only comfortable just sort of being there, but comfortable being themselves there. Yeah. So you don't have to be more like the dominant culture to be part of this. You can yeah. be yourself and be a, be a valuable member of this mm -hmm. community. Yeah. And you started off doing guitar classes, but now you offer such a huge variety of different classes. Can you tell us a little bit more about yeah, how you grew the school and what you have on offer? Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's a funny time, right? Because uh, there's sort of pre-COVID and, 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 well, we're not post-COVID, but you know. Yeah. Um, in February of 2020, we had grown to like at least 200 people being involved every week. Um, which is kind of crazy. I often thought about it like uh, I'm not sort of the in control of the the, the project, but I'm kind of holding a, holding the rope that this crazy beast is on. And, um, <laughs> yeah. That's I think a really beautiful way to see it, and that um, the way it evolves is the participants dictate what happens. So if there's too many people coming to a guitar course. I mean, too many. But there's, we just don't have enough just guitars. No space. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Let's just do another guitar class. If people come along and they say, "Hey, I really want to learn some music theory," and there's, we we do a call out. A couple of people will say, "Yes, I can teach music theory." It's it can be that easy. Yeah. Um, the, the way it evolves is that the the community dictates what happens. So everyone has a say in what we what we offer but also how those classes are run. And um, yeah, I mean, how, how it sort of grows. Uh, uh, something I'm very proud of is I think the, 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 the most obvious way that it's grown is, is just through word of mouth. So people come along to a class and they'll come along next week with three friends because it's a safe, fun space for them to be in. Um, but yeah, I mean, what we're offering is, yeah, the, we have kind of have our, our bread and butter basics, you know, which are like these, these, these weekly classes, which are guitar, piano, um, music theory, um, bass guitar, ukulele class, uh, singing group, um, 
And then we also do one-off classes that are something specific, or we do sort of four or six-week courses, which are, uh, you know, in a specific, um, what do you call it, a specific skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It works in many different ways. It's yeah. pretty fluid. We have a band coaching program. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's just so amazing that you are really being able to give your community what they need. So it's sort of building bottom up, basically, you know, whatever they need or whatever they want to do in terms of music education you can then provide the space for that to happen. I think that's really amazing rather than being like, right, this is what we need to do for, for the community. It's really mm. listening to them and, and finding out what they need and then, and then doing courses according to that. So yeah, I think that's really, really lovely. Yeah, and I think as, as you know, our, our community is, is predominantly migrants and as, as migrants, we are constantly having to fit into um, brackets to be, to be more. Uh, accepted here yeah. um, and that doing it in this way that that can be uh, the, the community dictates what happens means you are not you're not having to fit into a bracket you are an active participant in what happens mm -hmm. and what we do next you know yeah 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 I was uh, lucky enough before the pandemic to come along to the student performance nights which was just such a joyous warm uh inviting uh experience i really really loved it um can you tell us how that came about and yeah what what sort of things you would expect to see at the student performance nights man i'm looking forward to doing them again yeah hey. um yeah the performance nights i mean like we just spoke about it came about from the need of people um people were really engaged in their in their guitar class or their piano class or their um, singing group um, but you know, it's just that's just a small group of people, um, which is lovely, and that sometimes that intimacy is important. But it was a way for to to show that you're part of something bigger, and so for the singing group to come to this space we're in Refugio, and the guitar group, and and all these people to come at a specific time, um, and come together and sort of show what they've been working on, what they've been learning, um, and of course, most importantly, like meet each other, yeah. and it just. You just it just it just grows exponentially suddenly like you you realize what you're a part of um, and of course there's just no there's no limit to the like heartwarming moments that happen yeah, at the, at the student performance yeah. nights where someone's you know they've never performed in front of anyone ever before and they're playing the Tetris theme song on their on their piano which they've been working really hard on for six yeah. weeks and then just like such support from the community such support, like. Yeah hugs galore and it's just so nice to see yeah yeah, yeah. and i and i really enjoyed the little jam session at the end yeah. where everyone got involved it's and always yeah. de just devolves into some lovely yeah. jam session yeah. yeah i don't think i've ever really had a I, we had a lot of performance nights now i guess over the last sort of four years and i don't think i've really ever had one where i don't like you know have to wipe, <laughs> wipe away a little tear you know it's <laughs> yeah. like oh that's so nice <laughs> Um, it also, you know, has plenty of, as you mentioned, you know, this jam sessions is, sort of holds the space for spontaneity as well, mm -hmm. which um, where people might at the last minute feel like they want to sing. They feel very comfortable in the space yeah. and they'll want to sing a song from their homeland, yeah. uh, just a cappella, you yeah. know, and it's like, oh, wow. it's just perfect, you know, creating this space where people feel so comfortable to do something like that. Um, yeah, it kind of creates this healing space for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Which is the perfect environment to yeah, perform and share your music in. 
Have you um, organized any other sort of events or performance nights? Yeah, I mean, another thing that the music school has done uh, pretty consistently, I mean, again, up until early last year, um, we have a concert series which we call New City Sounds. Um, we've done it at Fête la Musique, but we've also done it um, at other times of the year. And they're like big parties. Uh, with a few hundred people come along, multiple uh, musical acts, some of which we'll be performing later. Um, and uh, the idea behind these, 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 these concerts, these mini festivals, is that not only are we showcasing like amazing musicians, but the sort of ethnic and gender makeup of these, of these performers reflects the community. So it's this kind of, if, you know, there's this kind of um, um, idea of if I can see it, I can be it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so often migrant communities are not very well represented in, in, um, in mainstream music culture. Um, and to see someone that maybe looks like you or sounds like you or speaks to your language on stage, you can see people just gravitate towards it. And multiple people, you know, have, have after those concerts, after those, those uh, parties, you know, have come along to the music school being like, hey, I want to learn to play because, yeah. you know, that was so cool. Um, it just feeds in a big loop. Um, and of course, people from our community have, have, have um, evolved their, their uh, artistic and creative um, output to be performers there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it gives that opportunity yeah. for visi visibility as well. Yeah, it's yeah. a brilliant platform. Yeah. Obviously, the, the pandemic has changed the way that you can interact with your community and how you can, yeah, continue giving these classes. So I was wondering what you put in place during the pandemic to sort of keep the community connected. Yeah, you know, that was a, a I mean, like everything, it just kind of, kind of put a halt to, to, to things. Um, something I'm kind of proud of in a weird way is that before both lockdowns and the, and the multiple waves of COVID, the music school, oh, Give Something Back to Berlin, f finished, uh, stopped its activities two weeks, exactly two weeks before lockdowns mm -hmm. came. And that was an interesting part of uh, the, com the community started to realize that like, oh, people, uh, the, the Open Music School and Give Something Back to Berlin really care about what yeah. our safety and, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember the first time we had to shut down, there was a little bit like, oh, come on, do we really have to do that? Like, yes, I'm sorry, I think we do. Um, anyways, so there was this kind of understanding in the community that, okay, this is, this is it's, if, if it has to be this way, what are we going to do? And so we moved online, of course, um, offering both online classes every week. All of the, all of the um, instruments that we offered did, did it online. Uh, some things work better than others, but like really to keep the consistency in people's lives in a very uprooting, um, difficult time. And we also created a kind of, uh, we recorded the yeah, OMS TV, where we created a whole bunch of, uh, of pre-recorded um, lessons and, and, and workshops um, for people to sort of view at their own, mm -hmm. their own leisure. Um, and I think in the last, I think in the last, that, that 2020, we, we like, we like missed two weeks of classes in the whole, the whole year which I'm really proud of, that the volunteers, the people that teach, were so dedicated that they 
instantly moved online. No one knew how to do it. They didn't know how to teach online, but they just did it. And it was messy and it was hilarious. Um, but having this time each week where even before we start learning the guitar or, or, or um, ukulele, everyone has, there's always about a 10 minute conversation where it's just like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. This, is your, this is your ukulele or your guitar class. Yeah. And um, that's, the feedback is that it's, that's been, for some people, a real yeah. rock throughout a really difficult time. I mean, everyone deals with it differently, right? That's been a real rock for people. Mm -hmm. um, and having yeah. that consistency of like knowing that it's always going to be there and yeah. yeah yeah I mean there's accessibility problems with online stuff and and people not necessarily having instruments so we also uh, created a, a music instrument lending library if you want to call it that where we 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 lent out our our instruments of course free of charge like everything we do for people so that people who don't have instruments at home mm -hmm. could 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 learn with us online and that was also very successful. There's accessibility problems with, with, with doing things online because not everyone has great Wi-Fi, believe it or not, yeah, in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we've done really well, to be honest. Um, and when I say we, I mean, really, those volunteers, about 40 volunteers that are just yeah. really every week, it's, uh, yeah, makes me kind of emotional to think yeah, about it. It's They're so really impressive. so dedicated. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. And that's the community, you know, yeah. it's, it's really, see the really inspiring. It. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just thinking about, you know, the future and hopefully, you know, we can meet in person again. Mm -hmm. What does uh, the future hold with Open Music School? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've started experimenting with doing things in the park again. Um, with, there's, a, there's a ukulele class happening in the park each Thursday. And uh, start, starting in July, I think, I mean... Um, we'll start doing more things outside. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, uh, you know, these things are complex in that there's, um, you know, there's things around sort of what, what is a safe space if you're doing it in a park, you know. Yeah. Um, however, uh, we're pretty good at, 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 you know, controlling that in some way. Um, and so we're lo looking at moving things offline again as soon as possible. And uh, we're adding a whole bunch of new programming. Uh, next week, there we're starting uh, a new thing called Feeling Through Music, where it's basically music therapy, where a trained wow. uh, psychologist, counselor, is uh, helping people uh, express their feelings through just uh, sound. Um, it's endless. I mean, this is, it's just, it, like, like, like we talked about, it's just yeah. the, the community dictates what happens. Okay. So it's kind of like, let's wait and see. Let's see how it yeah, um, progresses. But I mean, more more of the same and more on top okay uh, yeah great exciting and i guess you you don't know how it's actually going to develop and change no that's, that's what that's i love what, about yeah, it yeah exactly it's that makes it exciting super unpredictable yeah, yeah. and that's what <laughs> like like every good moment community is yeah, totally. <laughs> and, full, and full of like just really engaged and amazingly talented and and creative people who may not have this opportunity in other parts of their life mm -hmm. so Let's wait and see what happens. I mean, yeah. yeah. And finally, Tom, what does giving back mean to you? Giving back... To be honest, giving back to me just means getting engaged. Just being engaged in your community. Mm -hmm. If you don't... If you're feeling outside of a community, everyone should have the, have the ability to, to... Or should be given the opportunity, sorry, to, to step into something and feel part of something. And so, for example, with a project like the Open Music School or any Give Something Back to Berlin project, simply being there, simply being a part of it is giving back. 
like just getting involved and gradually if you feel like it maybe maybe you want to volunteer your time in a certain way um yeah i think not putting too much um not putting too much weight on trying to solve all these problems um that europe has plenty of um and simply being an active participant in your community is a superb way to give back you know yeah absolutely yeah. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed chatting to you and hearing about yeah, your wonderful, wonderful music school. And uh, thank you to the listeners. And yeah, I hope you'll join us next time. Hey, I'm Uday Amar. I'm Udoblay. I'm going to play uh, to Hannah and some improvisation on Bayat. And this one is for Open Music School. <laughs>